This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. This is your bartender speaking, the dude. Or you can call me Anthony. It depends on if you got to know me or not. Uh, how's everybody doing this Wednesday? Uh, what is what is the date? I don't know. The quarantine is pretty much getting lifted right now, and everybody is getting back to work. Is everybody uh, happy to be back at work? I'd love to know that. I mean, you haven't seen your customers in forever. You haven't seen your coworkers in forever probably haven't seen uh your work clothes in forever that probably some people can probably live without but why bring that uh bring us down with the uh really grumpy stuff anyway so uh today this uh this is the midweek episode it's the short episode uh where i try to keep it down to a minimum just because i feel like talking you know, i got nothing else really better to do right now uh i mean i i still work but uh, I'm, my job wasn't affected by the quarantine. But uh, I, when I get home, I'm, I'm bored. So to cure the boredom, I talk to you guys. So uh, today I want to talk a little bit about goals. But uh, before we get into that, of course, everybody knows we got to have the uh, episode's drink recipe. This episode's drink recipe we called the field goal. Uh you know, football season's coming up, and plus I want to talk a little bit about goals a little bit. So, how to make the field goal. Field goal. The ingredients you're going to need is raspberry peach liqueur, vodka, ginger beer, one ounce each. You're just going to uh, shake and strain that into a rocks glass filled with ice. Serves one. Uh, you know, this whole ginger beer thing, I it's become really popular. I don't. I haven't met a person yet that... Uh, drinks ginger beer. They all drink that horse piss. Uh, uh, well, now that I've called it horse piss, I don't want to say the name of the beer because, uh, you, you know, I want sponsors someday. Yeah, I'm looking for sponsors. So, um, but anyway, a reminder to you guys, this is Hey Bartender Podcast. If you want to be on the show, plug your bar, plug uh, your shift, uh, drop me a line. We'll get you on the show. You might have to talk a little bit with me, but that's all right. I'm a nice guy. Uh, if you have a music act, I'd love to play your music. You just want to get your sound out there. I want to help. So all you have to do, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. I will make it happen for you. And if you ever want to, uh, figure out anything else, I usually put, uh, the most recent drink recipe that I put on the show on heybartenderpodcast.com. And also usually the most recent episode that you're might listening to right now kind of redundant isn't it maybe i should fix that so anyway everybody how's it going what can i get for you well today i uh, was sitting around at my job kind of just well i was doing the regular everyday uh, menial tasks uh you know just checking inspecting things checking numbers and uh marking off the checklist and which uh, breaks me away from the redundancy of the usual thing that I usually have to do this time of year. But uh, I started thinking about when I was a bartender, I, uh, I, my, I had a goal set. 
because all of a sudden I sat back and thought one day, being a bartender, now that sounds like an interesting job uh, because uh, you get to meet different people all the time and uh, you, you know, get to, you know, see different types of personalities. I'm a real people watcher, but people talker, uh, I had a little bit of trouble with that. Still kind of do. But so, but then all of a sudden I thought, well, bartending, yeah, you're, you have to talk to people. You have to interact with people. You can't just stand there and hand them a drink. They really hate that. That's the way I was when I first started. But the, uh, the whole idea of that fascinated me about bartender is to up my social skills. I thought when I get, uh, when I get behind the bar, I want to be able to talk to people. I want to be able to engage small talk. I don't want to ignore people. I don't want to stay quiet. I have, in order to make, get business, in order to get regulars, I have to be a personality. I have to be able to talk uh, to people. And uh, in most bar cases, uh, that's the truth. I mean, uh, but when you work in like corporate bars or uh, hotels, a lot of people don't normally sit up at the bar, at least based on my experience. I've gone into numerous locations and paid attention to the atmosphere. Okay. Once the people get their drink, where do they go? Or do they go straight to a table and wait for the waitress to come around? Uh, but at the local hole in the wall, mom and pop owned stores, people like to sit at the bar because, and, uh, they expect the bartender to be a little chatty. And, uh, you know, it just, uh, so I thought that would be the ultimate way for me to really get into social interaction because I sucked at retail. And, uh, you know, being a janitor or maintenance guy at other places, that didn't really work for me because I'm by myself all day long. And those jobs back in those times said you can't wear headphones when you work. Nowadays, it's rough to find anybody that doesn't have a uh, set of headphones inside their ears. But, you know, it's just, you're. Uh, I'm getting myself to get out and talk to people. And at the time, uh, uh, the girl I, uh, girl I was dating, she was all, all for it because she knew I was an introvert and she wanted to see me improve and uh, make friends and uh, be more social. So I thought, okay. Let's do this. I went to the bartending academy and uh, got uh, my first job. Okay, banquet bartender. Once again, we're running into a spot where people can't really stand and talk to the bartender. They just come up, uh, come up to the bar, get their drink, and they go back to their table. Banquet bartender is where I started. But it didn't really matter at the time because I needed to get my foot in the door somewhere. I needed to gain the experience. And uh, shortly after that, uh, I managed to make it through the holidays with that job, uh, holidays and a banquet, especially when somebody's throwing a new year's Eve party. Holy crap. Uh, and plus it kind of sucked that I was the bartender that was on the outside of the party. And there was a bartender on the inside of the party and she got way more business than I did. And, uh, I was kind of stuck. And so I never really had to interact with anybody. But after the holidays were over, I managed to get another job with an, a real bar, not banquet bartending, but actually working behind pine, as they say. And that's when the social interaction started with me. And 
uh, people always expected me. I guess I guess it's a um, oh like a standard or a tradition that bartenders know about sports. I don't know shit about sports. I don't pretend to know shit about sports. I don't don't try to know anything about sports. It's uh, so, you know, when the guy comes in with the full Cowboys outfit on, I mean, the bomber jacket, the puffy pants, and the uh, and the ball cap, I got nothing for him. You know, uh, it's, uh, he's, hey, did you watch that Cowboys game? Oh, no, man, I wa- wasn't able to. I, I was working, and I didn't see a minute of it. And, and he'd talk about it. And, you know, I, I felt like shit when I was just sitting there trying to uh, make conversation with something that I know absolutely nothing about. But eventually I realized, okay, I can actually lead the conversation into something else that I actually do know about. And so music, movies, I I can talk about that stuff all day. Music, movies, TV shows, that that's where uh, that's where my niche was. Because like, like when I first met Barb, uh, she... Uh, accused me of being a really quiet guy. And I said, well, I just haven't found my niche yet. I'm, I'm just looking for where I fit in. And then eventually that's what it was. And that's how I learned to interact with people. And that was my goal, you know, to be able to talk to people and not freak out or anything like that and just be upfront and honest, almost to a fault. Because sometimes when you're upfront and honest to people, they really hate that. Ooh. As, uh, but uh, that's a story for another time. But goals that get set. I, uh, I have talked to a number of people since I started this podcast. I have interacted with some of the people on uh, social media. And uh, I would love to get those people on this show. Uh, well, great example. Some uh, One person that I did get on this sh- Two great examples. Uh, two people that I did manage to get on my show was L.D. Moreau, who was the author of Think Like a Bartender, and recipe, Think Like a Bartender, Recipes for Life, and uh, Randy Lynn Lambert, uh, San, uh, Santa Fe's Bartender of the Year 2019. And I heard she's been nominated for 2020. So if you're in the Santa Fe, New Mexico era, uh, uh, area, remember to vote for her. Let's give it to her two years in a row because she's awesome. But they set goals. They sat back and said, okay, I'm bartending right now, and where is this going to lead? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Or did they have that goal before they started but are using bartending as something to pay the bills as they try to accomplish that goal? And I greatly admire both L.D. Moreau and Randy Lynn because L.D. Moreau was able to publish a book on her life experiences and uh, as a person and being a bartender. And uh, Randy Lynn, she's an aspiring actress model, and she uh, is able to use the bartending uh, job to be able to work, make money, yet still go out and work on her passions, um, which which is modeling and acting. And... I think that is incredible. That's great. And how many other people out there, uh, out there listening to my show right now, uh, have that same feeling? I uh, often wonder because I've been dying 
and trying my hardest to bring uh, celebrities onto this show. And it's turned out to be a lot harder than I thought. Um, well, no, not exactly as hard as I thought, uh, just because uh, I know getting hold of celebrities is really tough to do. But uh, the celebrities that I uh, tried to get on the show were celebrities that I found out that were bartenders or servers uh, in a previous life before they became who they are. And like Ellen DeGeneres, she was a bartender. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, she was actually a server. I've been trying to get hold of Ryan Reynolds uh, to be on my show. I don't actually don't know if he was ever a bartender or server, but he played one in a movie once. And he also uh, is uh, like a part stake owner. Maybe he owns the whole thing of uh, aviation gin. So, yeah, I've been I've been trying my hardest to get some uh, people, uh, celebrities on here because I know you people out there have goals, and sometimes things get in the way. Uh, I could have set up more goals uh, when I was bartending. But my mind got concentrated on just bartending because I, because of my work ethic and I enjoyed the job. Uh, I had to be there on time. I tried my hardest, even though I fucked up once in a while, to make sure that the bar was nice and clean and ready for the next bartender, but uh, for the next morning. And uh, but I stopped thinking about myself. I kept thinking about the job. Now, I know there is a lot of you people out there who are aspiring artists, uh, photographers, musicians. Uh, uh, wanna, you want to write a book. Uh, and, you know, all that stuff. You aspire to be something uh, more than what you are. That is admirable but this is this podcast i want to encourage all of you to not forget about what you're working towards if you enjoy being a bartender and want to be a bartender for as long as you possibly can hold out by all means go for it It, because you make great money and you meet great people okay some places don't give you the medical benefits that uh, we all really need and we just found out through this uh covid19 thing that according to a lot of people, restaurant workers aren't considered essential. So, uh, you know, I hope a lot of you took this time, the took these couple months that you had off while you were on unemployment to explore your goals, to find something that you're passionate about. That, I mean, that's why I started this podcast. I love talking about bartending. I, I love hearing bar stories. And I, uh, it wasn't just to get a chance to meet, uh, aspiring actresses or authors or exotic dancers. Uh, although all three of those were a really big bonus. I'm sorry, but, um, I hope you all took the time and sat back and thought to yourself, what am I, uh, passionate about? What am I good at that? I can do something with in my life that I truly enjoy doing. And, you know, I'm sure some of you are sitting back right now. Well, bartending, duh. I hope to own my own bar someday. Go for it. Set that goal. Uh, And, you know, 
figure out a way to save them, uh, set the money aside so you never touch it. Uh, figure out, you know, am I going to need business partners? Hell, even think about a, what the name of your bar is going to be. And then that way you can picture it in your head and, uh, and then work towards that. If you found out recently that you're uh, really into photography or uh, you really like to uh, work with wood or fix houses, uh, you know, you can do all of that. And bartending is, I always thought was a great way to uh, make money because you mostly work at night. And during the day, if you're not sleeping, which I did that, uh, during the day, you can do whatever you want. You can wander around. You can uh, help people flip houses. You can sit and write the great American novel. You can write the next Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. I mean, there the possibilities are endless. Uh, in my case, after I got home from bartending, I uh, would get bored uh, because you know I just got home from bartending. I'm not tired yet because I'm still got the energy from working and I would end up watching TV uh, for three or four hours. And then all of a sudden one night I started recording and uh, making videos and uh, making uh, back then it was, uh, I was one of the few people in the, uh, in the area that actually had a CD burner. So I would make CDs and I, Audio and video production has always fascinated me. I've, uh, I can't say I'm good at it. I did go to school for it, but God, it's a hard job to get into. If you want to get into broadcasting or if you want to get into, uh, uh, be, uh being, uh, in a, on a production of some kind, it's really, really hard to get into. And a lot of things were changing right when I was trying to get on that job market, which led me to bartending. And I wish that, uh, well, back when I was bartending, MySpace was the big uh, social media outlet. That's, that's where everybody went to go stalk their exes and meet new people. And, uh, you know, but it was mostly just about you. Now, to, nowadays, Facebook, Twitter, uh, it's not just about you. You can actually uh, advertise yourself as a social media icon. A lot of people have actually done that. I what back in MySpace, I think there was maybe two or three, uh, and uh, I have no idea where any of them are right now. I mean, Dane Cook's got to be somewhere doing, you know, maybe doing stand up. Tia Tequila, you know, once she had that bad uh, reality show, and then uh, accidentally re uh, released, uh, got that uh, sex tape released. She kind of disappeared. And I don't remember the name of the third one, but, um, but anyway, nobody knows where they're at right now. And, uh, I mean, if YouTube, ex uh, YouTube existed, if podcasting existed way back then, I probably would have started this long time ago, but you kind of go with the changes. You kind of, uh, kind of adapt because things are changing all over the place. But don't let it change your goals. Like I said, if you want to be a bartender, uh, bartender for the rest of your life, by all means, great job. You make some great friends. If, but if you do have something in the back of your head where you sit back and say, 
man, I would really love to do that for the rest of my life. That sounds like fun. Uh, and that, that wouldn't be called work. I mean, it would just be something I do because, you know, if you enjoy what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. Okay. There are times where I wanted to punch the guy that actually said that, but you know, inevitably it's true. And, um, uh, you know, bartending, serving, they have the proper, uh, hours and you can make yourself the proper hours and make proper amount of money where you can work on what, uh, what your passion is and, uh, you know, write that song, paint that picture, take that photo, uh, or, you know, just make things to put on Etsy or, you know, uh, it's, uh, there's a lot of possibilities and, you know, your bartender, this is your bartender speaking. I don't ever lose track of your goals. And if things don't work out, you still have a job. I mean, if you, uh, I, I met a ton of bartenders and servers who were able to balance school and work. I had the hardest time with that. And I, I met, watched people be able to balance one, a couple guys I knew they wanted to be firefighters in the worst way. And, uh, you know, you had to start out as a volunteer firefighter for a certain amount of time, but they were still able to, uh, keep a roof over their head because they were, uh, they had a paycheck and, you know, you train during the day, you work at night and it worked out great for them. Uh, a lot of people went and got their degrees, you know, go to school in the morning, go work at night. Now, I wasn't one of those guys that would be able to handle that because, you know, whenever I worked and went to school, one of them suffered and it was usually the one that didn't pay me. And, you know, of course, back then, like I said, I kind of had a little bit of lofty goals, but at the time I was just trying to better myself right then and there. I didn't think too far into the future. It took a little bit of help from some friends to realize that maybe I should, um, and getting fired from a, uh, well, getting fired from a job, but I went back to bartending and then I got, uh, I got another job on top of that. So I was working two jobs. I was bartending part-time and working a full-time job just for the extra cash. Cause I spend my money on really stupid stuff. Well, stupid to some people, you know what? My stuff is really cool when pretty girls aren't looking at it. Yeah. Uh, if you knew who I was, you'd understand that. But anyway, I think that, uh, pretty much does it. I just encourage all you guys. Uh, if you love bartending, if you love serving, by all means, go for it. But if you have a goal or something that you're passionate about that you love to do, keep like a picture of it on your wall and or do something to remind you that's what you want to work to because you can make it you can make money on damn near anything nowadays. And it you know, whether it's your time, whether it's your talent, whether it's anything. I mean, you, uh, if you just enjoy walking dogs, do it. And then you'll uh, start hearing a whole bunch of those TikTok videos. Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? And anyway. So anyway, people, uh, I get off my high horse here. Uh, 
It is last call. Last call for alcohol. And if you don't walk up to my bar, I don't have any servers on the floor. If you don't walk on my bar, you ain't getting shit from me. No yelling across the bar. I hate that. So, uh, just a reminder to you guys, uh, if you want to be on the show, if you want to talk about uh, whatever uh, your bartender life, your bartending life, you want to talk about your goals, you know a celebrity that you can bring onto the show with you, by all means, email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. Same with musicians. If you have a song that you want to get out there, email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out www.heybartenderpodcast.com. I have the latest episode of Hey Bartender Podcast on there. I sell a couple t-shirts on there. You know, very modest uh, little way of advertising the show. And uh, yeah, that sort of thing. So uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, heybartenderpodcast.com. Instagram, heybartenderpodcast.com. I am on Twitter, just not very much, at HeyBartenderP01. So anyway, uh, people, thank you so much for listening. Once again, thank you to Laura Hope and the Arctones. And I will be back with another episode very shortly, uh, since some of you people probably listen to this on odd days where after I've recorded it, you, it the time and date really doesn't matter. Just know I'm going to come back with the show eventually. So until then, lots of love, lots of sex. Lots of happiness. And don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. I think I need another drink. What do you mean it's last go? I just got here.